Welcome to episode five of Date is Going to Date. Um, <laughs> second in isolation. Yeah, coming to you live from my living room. Yes, I get the joy of actually being in work today. Fridays are mad days in the office, so this is actually... You get to leave. You get to go past I know, the normal bounds. I know, I feel like, but I felt like, um, it's like I broke out of prison because every time I saw a guard this morning, I honestly thought I was going to get pulled over. Despite the fact that I have a letter saying I'm an essential <laughs> worker, but I still was like, what if they say, I don't care? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no thanks. No thanks. Where are you going, ma'am? I'm an essential worker. How dare you? Yeah, and then they go, oh, are you a nurse? No. Are you a doctor? No. Guard? No. It's like, oh. You know, I, I, it's really yeah. essential, guys. But um, yeah, well, only us could set up a podcast that would be on dating. And then the whole country goes into lockdown. Yeah, of course. It's almost as if God is laughing at us or trying to make a mockery of us at this, yeah, so at this stage. Sorry, guys, the lockdown may be our fault because God is, has a sick sense of humour. He's like, look at these two think that they can get, fellas. <laughs> Not a hope, lad. Not a hope. And you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> Set up this disease and lock you in your gaff. Yeah, and I'm going to restrict you from even walking by a fella. Because if you yeah. do, you have to be at least six feet away from him so you can't even reach out and touch him. No, no, no. It, was just, it would just... My God, I mean, I'd say there's so many people who started things at the start of this year. And it's like, 2020 is going to be my year, man. Yeah. And then it's like, no, no. 2021, bring on 2021. Yeah, I'm, it's April and I'm like, 2021 is going to be king. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. What are we going to do? So many plans. <laughs> I might go beyond the two kilometres. Oh, my God. I had to get, map out all my favourite places and Phoenix Park is out of my 2K Damn it. Oh, no. Well, one gate is it within it, but you can only walk to the gate. So, like, that would just be teasing myself. So I've had to, you know, not do that. But not to us. Look, we suppose we're doing what everybody else is doing. So, and, like, everyone is going, oh, like, my friends are in relationships. They're like, oh, this is a perfect time to be on date now. So I'm like, it's the worst time to be on date now. No. Because it's only so long you can keep talking to someone, I think, because I have been chatting to some people, but it's like, what do you even open with? Yeah. Like, are you positive for Corona? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, how's the isolation going? Same as it was yesterday. Same as it yeah. was the day before. Today I moved to the other couch instead of the one by the window. Like, and then, you know, guys are just kind of going in their head. Or, well, maybe some girls as well are going, listen, there's no point because I'm not going to see this person for weeks. So, like, is there any point investing? And like, it's same as myself. I'm kind of going, Ugh. Do I actually fancy you enough that I'll still like you in four weeks of mindless conversation? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's mad. And it's, But then the thing is, I kind of like just talking to people just to talk to somebody else. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, like... They're you not know, your roommates. I love them all dearly. But, um, like, it's just the same... Like, there's nothing new to say to your roommates, really. But at least with someone totally new, like... You could talk about some other types of things at least. So I don't really mind as much, but then I feel like I, I'm like, I'm just using them as a pen pal yeah. um, <laughs> until, until the foreseeable. And then once I can escape, I'll be like, block, delete. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that guy? Um, Why is he talking, messaging me, Lizza, or whatever? Yeah. Just be like, someone, the funny thing is the people I'm finding more attractive in isolation on them, it's getting my standards are very slipping as the time goes on. I'm like, oh my God, you have, you know, teeth, therefore you'll do. <laughs> well, I'm talking to a guy who's not even, doesn't even live in Dublin, lives in Kerry. 
And I'm like, this is not going to go anywhere. Because <laughs> Dublin. But I'm just keeping up the chat because we're just having the crack. And I'm like, I need I need some sort of crack at the moment. Not, not the drug. Yeah, well, look. <laughs> well, I might take the drug. At this stage, suddenly I'm thinking <laughs> of taking up a drug habit because I might just mix up the day a bit. like. <laughs> no, I mean, um, the last time we were speaking, I had, uh, before we went into completely locked out or whatever, I had had a date with a guy and after my horrible date. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, someone, he asked me and I was like, oh, I have to have a better date than the, the, the last one and the crying and the whole lot. So I went on. It was good, actually, because I'm glad I did it because um, it made me kind of forget about the other one. And the guy was really nice. Just, just like he didn't. He was like, oh, you know what? Actually, I'm just not right in the right frame of mind for, for dating or whatever. And I was like, okay, grand. Better than being ghosted, I yeah. suppose. So at least at my last date pre-quarantine wasn't one I sobbed at. Yeah, so that because that would have built it up to be like that by the time you go on a next one, which could be like God knows, two thousand and twenty-nine, <laughs> and it's like, well, the last one I went on, I cried my eyes out. So yeah, yeah. so good. At least that's, that's good. Good to hear. It was a, even if it didn't work out. It's just some. Well, actually, it's probably better it didn't work out because imagine you liked him and then now you're not able to see him for six months. <laughs> I know, I know, and I've seen actually some people talk about um, that they had first dates with people just before everything happened, and, they, and now they're like, oh no, like I wish I'd squeezed in a second date before, you know what I mean? At least if you'd had two or three dates, you know. You, you knew like, how, where you stood on the liking factor. Yeah, yeah, and I just thought like, oh yeah, no, it would be, it'd be an absolute nightmare. The sexual tension, man. You can cut it with a cheese knife. If you're talking, I think. Well, look, I just have sexual tension with food now at the moment. I'm like, no, you're not allowed it. You've eaten four times already today. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I have going on in my life right now. Four times and it's only 11am. Yeah, I'm like, four times, better pause, uh, better pause work, watch a bit of Tiger King, go and have some food. Oh, wait, I've eaten seven times already. Like my God, I'm gonna be morbidly obese. I'm gonna be on my six hundred pound life and trying to find a man on that. Yeah, but like at least we have a relationship with our fridge. So that's <laughs> in a relationship with my fridge. Wow, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's been a it's been a long term relationship. To be fair, yeah. Um, and how are you feeling yourself, like emotionally, mentally? <laughs> I think everyone must be at the stage cracking up now. To be honest, it's been three weeks, yeah. and like. I've never like I've never been so excited about going to work than I have been the la- like every Friday so far because like where I work in Dublin is not exactly a very glamorous area so like if you like I just want to see you know even if it's across the road I don't care if it's a priest if it's a a man a woman a dog <laughs> anything that's just someone new but like um I found that the the you know we all love routine I suppose yeah but the routine that we're in now is so tremendously boring. Oh, it's awful. Like, I never th- in my life thought I would miss the office. Yeah. Like, I miss my office. Like, the- never in my wildest dreams did I think, I'd love to be commuting and to work now. But honestly, that's how bad I miss the Lewis. I'm like, oh, <laughs> when I see it going by me, I'm like, oh, would you look at that there, that gorgeous piece of steel. I could be on that standing really close to some creep. <laughs> Oh, God. Standards really, really are slipping. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, the thing is, right, like, so the the whole monotony of it all is get up, eat your... Like, I get up, go for a walk before I start work. Then I log in. Then I have my breakfast. Then I work. 
Then I go at about 12 o'clock, I walk a few laps around the garden. Then I come back in and do more work. Then at two o'clock, have some food and go for a walk around the canal. And then I do the same at five o'clock when I log out. And I'm just like in my pajamas by half six, seven o'clock. And then you're going to bed so early because you're just like, especially because I'm working in my sitting room because we don't have like a desk or anything like that so my sitting yeah. room is now also my office but then you can't like it's also where you're meant to relax so it's kind of yeah. like uh, you know you can't can't really relax like I get so tired because it's the same positions or same spots that you're in all day um, and like the whole thing of not like I get so excited if anyone rings me because it's like it's not my roommates and it's just <laughs> someone to talk to anybody I, I don't care <laughs> somebody else and this is why I'm saying it I'd say I'm not the only person. I'd say there's loads of people on dating apps keeping up, like, pen-palling yeah. with people because it's just a break from the normal and the usual. Like, I'm lucky. I, I'm kind of set up in the kitchen, so it's kind of like, look, my office and where the commas. Um, but, like, that's why I'm chatting to other people, even though, like, as I said, uh, I don't think it's going to work with a fella from Kerry, uh, the commute. <laughs> Yeah, you know I, mean? I was oh, chatting to some guy from Donegal. I was like, he lives and works there, and I don't know why Bumble brought it up. They obviously just figured I ran out of people in Dublin, and they're like, "Look, here <laughs> you go." But you know, it'll never work. But you're like, "Look, it'll, it's something to keep you occupied." Yeah. And so funny when I like, so I had mentioned last week that I fell on the stairs with my ankle in, and uh, so I basically was on lockdown before lockdown kind of started, mm. and um, like I was trying to talk to like people because I was just like you know when you're sick and you're single or like you've like injured yourself when you're single mm-hmm. like and then we were on like obviously like couldn't leave, well I couldn't leave the house anyway and I was just like this is so shit this is so shit like it's bad enough already as it is and now I've injured myself and there's no one to mind me why isn't there someone to mind me I know I know I have to say now, I've gone through the stages in the three weeks. Um, The first week, I was like, you know, ah, it's grand now, excessively walking like a maniac. But apart from that, the second week, I was severely depressed. I was, oh my God. Like this mm-hmm. week, I've gotten lazy. I've been like, nearly gotten lazy with work, gotten like, you know, that kind of stuff. But I remember last, and like there has been day, and like I've been fed up as well this week because yeah. it's just like, I'm sure the same way as everybody is we're just all fed up you know but we're still sticking to it obviously but last yeah. week was just so depressing it was it was just between um before the official lockdown on the Friday so like my two roommates were going into work and they were going in for maybe leaving the house one leaves maybe six or seven the other one leaves at you know seven half seven and they yeah. wouldn't be home until eight nine one of them works yeah. in, one works in the health service so like it could be all hours you know whatever yeah and I was just all day on my own and then we fostered the, these two dogs from Dogs Trust and even at that like you, you know you're talking to the dogs and stuff but like there was no human interaction so like yeah like by the by last Friday I remember just being on the verge of a nervous breakdown and like nearly skipping to work because of it it was just so depressing being on your own the whole time and I actually don't know how people living on their own during this I know I mean I'd hate to actually I have roommates and the majority of us are working from home so it's good because there are people here um, but like if you're living on your own your own house like I mean I like my own company like I enjoy being by myself but even this would be far too much oh, for me 
not normal life like if it was a case of um, let's say I was in the office Monday to Friday or Monday to Sunday because I do it sometimes like I love coming home and just going into my room and not talking to anybody but that's because you're t- talking all day so like yeah. this is completely different this is like isolation like it's real isolation it's what you would worry about if your friends did this voluntarily yeah, yeah totally and it's just like you know like I don't know how other single gals or guys are feeling or whatever but I definitely would love to have somebody like even if they weren't you weren't isolated together like say you didn't live together or whatever but it would be so nice to have a partner and somebody to text and just like like an extra little bit of comfort mm. like a little security blanket or something um, yeah I know it's just like I, feel, I don't know I, maybe it's because I injured myself and I was feeling sorry for myself anyway last week. I was feeling really like, like, nobody loves me. Mm. I, I have to mind myself. I love that. Um, I think it's just this whole situation just over amplifying all the emotions and all the feelings at the moment. Yeah, well, I would have like, I was feeling sorry for myself last week just out of pure depression and, um, you know, felt felt just like, Oh, would have been like I was thinking of all my friends who live with their boyfriends, and I'm just like, you know, they have that person that's there. You know, they don't have to talk to them all day, but they have someone that can cuddle up to on the couch. And if you do go for a walk, you have someone that can hold your hand or put an arm around you, and it's you know whatever. And it's just, I suppose, because we started this journey to try and find that eventually, yeah. um, and then this is all put on hold. You know, we were in the mind frame of really trying to be active and go out and do stuff and putting ourselves out there, whether it was speed dating or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now we can't do anything. And it's just like, we are gung-ho, let's go, let's go on dates, let's see what we can do. We started planning our next, you know, adventures and stuff like that. And now it's just kind of like, well, we can't do that. And now also we can't meet anyone anyway. And you're kind of like, yeah. and it's, with, with no time limit on it, you're kind of going, well, when am I going to meet someone? Because we don't know when we're going to get out again. Yeah. And it's so hard because I think for the two of us, the whole point of doing this podcast was to make us proactive about taking again mm-hmm. and force us to do it. And now I feel like I'm just worried I'm going to end up going back on myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, we were making progress. You know, we were coming out of the old shells. And now, like you said, we don't know how long it's going to be. I just hope we don't, it doesn't regress to do us. Well, actually, do you know what? We're probably fucking dying to get on a date. We don't go away with anybody with this. So <laughs> <laughs> Episode 99, still no dates. Still <laughs> <laughs> in quarantine. Uh, well, like, I, oh God, I went, when I was in my fierce depressive last week, this is going to depress everyone, so if you want to tune off, do. But um, <laughs> I just started thinking about, you know, past stuff. Somebody, like, somebody brought up something and it just made me think of, you know, all the mistakes you've done as in relationships throughout the years and stuff like that, that could have, maybe if you didn't do this, maybe that would have lasted longer or maybe should have given that person a chance and stuff like that. And I suppose that's something that you think about in your 30s anyway. But um, I got to a point where, and this is so tremendously depressing, but I'm going to say it anyway, that I realised that no guy has ever told me he loved me. And that really, like, punched me in the stomach. And it was a day that, because this is what happens, you have too much time to think. Yeah. So, like, I was at home alone, not seeing anybody. By the time the girls would come home, I'd be gone to bed. Um, 
and just feel really feeling it and uh, I didn't really have much contact with other people at the time just for a couple of days just people are busy you know they're working from home as well um, yeah. and I just was like fuck me that's depressing that is fucking depressing like and you know it's not like I've been in been with people throughout the years and we've had great crack and stuff like that like and uh, all that but then you just feel you know was it ever really worth anything should I have you know, done something different because that's yeah. where, where my life is at. And I would never think about something like that in a normal sense, but it's just too, having too much time to think. Yeah, I would say, I would hazard a guess that most people are experiencing that or have felt that at some period. Like, I have obviously been thinking a lot about my ex and stuff like that because it, we don't really talk, but, like, this whole thing makes you feel like, should I reach out? And I'm like, No! No, slapping my hand away because like there's there's nothing really personally I don't think there's anything for me to really be gained from the situation like by getting in contact with somebody but yeah so much time alone you do kind of overanalyze and think about things and even when you're you have been with somebody and they told you they loved you and you broke up like when you break up you think well did they actually really ever love me at all because like they didn't love me enough to basically want to say hmm. or work it out but I suppose it's yeah it's easy <laughs> easy to say that hard to do but you have to try not over on life stuff because you have to just keep living your life as best as you can and focus on yourself and just know that you are a good and great person and the right person is going to come along and they will tell you that they love you because you're very, very lovable, Nicholas. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, you know, oh, I mean, date is going to date, it's going to turn into bride's going to wedding or something, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, let's let's be serious now, Roshan, that's about 19 years down the line. <laughs> Oh my God, 19, COVID-19, oh flashback. Oh my God, we'll be having a big chat at some, at our wedding going, oh, do you remember COVID put a stop to this? Oh my God. No, I think it's just the fact of the overthinking because I would never have this much time on my hands ever. Yeah. And even when you do have time in your hands, it's like usually when you're gone on holidays or something like that to have this two or three weeks of, you know, and like I know we're working from home, but as as everyone probably knows, like you're working from home, but it's not the same as being in the office. No, without someone standing over you you can do your work and you have I have deadlines all the time and I get them done by the deadlines but you have a different system you like every I would never cared about my step count when I was in the office now I'm like oh I better get up and do 25 steps better get up and do 150 just to get up and do something and stop sitting on the couch Um, and and then you just your mind wanders because you are in your sitting room or your kitchen and you're kind of looking around your house and you're just like staring into oblivion and then you start thinking and or somebody says something in a message and then you're like, oh yeah, that reminds me. And that's it. And that's just why, like, my dark funk that I was in last week, that it just, that obviously came to me at some point and I felt like crap. And, yeah. and you know, picked myself back up. It really helped getting out to go to the office last Friday, just even the change of scenery. Because I don't know about you, but every time I'm sitting there, all I see is like dirt that needs to be cleaned, even though I've cleaned it yesterday. Or yeah. that needs to be painted. Or... God, I think I might move the furniture around. Anything that just makes it different. Oh, if I move the furniture today and then tomorrow, it'll be like having two different offices. Yeah. And like, and it's well, feng shui. Yeah. And then, of course, you can't really do it. Like the weekend comes and it's not really a weekend. Because it's just like you're not. not any different. Yeah. You're just not on the laptop. That's it. That's the only difference. I know it's mad. I'd like, 
I don't know, like I, I just kind of find I, at the moment I'm writing down things a lot because I say find it's the only way to try to get any bad thoughts out of my head, you know what I mean? Onto if I put it on paper and then I kind of look back at it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of silly thing to be Feeling like stupid. overthinking about, you know? Yeah. And it kind of kind of helps a bit. But if anybody has any good tips to uh, to uh, kind of help us with this book or I imagine I though there's a lot of people that are in the same boat, you know, that, that are in a funk and even if it's just like me, it was only a funk for four or five days. Um, and I imagine as well, there are a lot of people like you, Roshan, who, th- who have thought or are thinking about reaching out to their ex and to that I say, don't the fuck do it. Don't. <laughs> it's not fucking worth it. <laughs> like the thing about this thing is that we're all terrified for everyone in our lives and as well as ourselves and stuff like that. And you're like, God, if I heard, you know, Mick from seven years ago had it, I'd feel really shit. But like, yeah. I don't think it's worth reaching out to people like that. No, I I think you're right. Uh, like, there's no, there's no reason for me to do it. And if this wasn't happening, like, I wouldn't even be thinking about doing it in the first place. Yeah. Do you know, kind of way, like, it wouldn't have even crossed my mind. Um, I think it's just because, as you were saying, you have so much time to yourself. You have so much brain, alone brain time. Yeah. Um, and that. Those things come to your mind, you know, and you just oh, you're like, oh, I wonder how his parents are or his family is, and it's like, no, 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 stop, stop, yeah. stop. You need to think and, uh, of the bad things, you know. Think of a really bad date he brought you on, and then go, why did he think I'd fucking want to go there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or wandering around town, being like, what do you want to eat? Oh my god, please just fucking pick somewhere. I'm going to scream. Yes, those ones in particular. <laughs> Oh, like that sort of thing is then you're like, okay, suddenly, suddenly the want to contact them just starts fading a little bit or the browse that you had in like public when your friends are there and you're just trying to whisper under your breath being like, you're, I'm going to kill you. Don't sleep tonight because I'll stab you. (laughs) That kind of stuff. (laughs) Exactly. Oh God. I hope you haven't been too uh, depressing now, guys. We're just trying to be real about like what we're. Yeah, I think it would have been it would have been bad if we just come on and just laugh the whole way through because people are you know feeling a bit shitty. Um, so we want to cheer you up, but also talk real because that's obviously what this is. It's not like fake. This is actually real life, and this is our lives, I suppose. Yeah, totally. Actually, I'd love to hear if anybody like did like go on a date or something before this all happened, and but you guys are still keeping up the contact, and you know. You think this? Please tell us. I'd love to hear some like, like upbeat romance stories from from quarantine. Well, you've been running the Instagram account for for uh, daters going to date, Roshin. What have what's been? Because I'm off it for Lent. So what's been happening there? What have you been putting up, and what have people kind of been saying? Yeah, so like I kind of was asking people what they'd want us to maybe discuss on this. Mm. Somebody had mentioned about like how do you know if somebody likes you? So like I don't know if they meant from. Like both a male and female perspective. Um, female, she's perfect. talking to you. <laughs> she's, she's speaking to you. Yeah, yeah. I I do think the main thing is probably for like guys or girls. Like, I mean, if someone is trying to set up a date with you and wants to go on a date with you and wants to see you, like, say you had a first date, and I know obviously we're not camp dates now at the moment, but I'm t- talking about normally. I think if somebody tries to set up a second date with you immediately, and then if, like, you know what I mean, if somebody is constantly staying in touch and trying to organise dates with you then I think that's a pretty good indicator that the person <laughs> likes you I know we all feel kind of nervous after first dates and stuff and we're like oh, I don't know if they like me or not but well, I think I would, if you're yeah well like if you're I would say if you're 
right now if you're in contact with somebody and they're saying oh when all this is over we have to like if you went a day beforehand and you're still in contact with them that's really good they obviously do yeah. like you and they're keeping in contact and if they're making jokes going can't wait to take you out or when we go out when this is all over we'll go to Kyo's or whatever that's a good sign because it's just so it would be very easy to cut someone off right now if you weren't feeling it yeah totally absolutely actually this is probably the best time to judge yeah what kind of person you're talking to because some guys on Bumble that I've been speaking to have been like oh you know why don't you come over to my house I'm like we are in lockdown I'm not going to your house yeah. in the middle of a pandemic are you stupid obviously you are um, but you really see like I think like people's true colours um, you know what I mean like I'm seeing like I'm I'm able to tell a lot quicker um, Who's what that? type of person yeah. th- these guys are and I'm just able to then not invest any time in them because I'm just like not her. There's yeah. just no point. And what else? We're, I know we put up um, asking people should should we get some guests on and who should come on and talk about dating. Who were the who were the suggestions? Oh yeah, so there was a good few suggestions from people. Actually, that one really got some uh, decent feedback. And um, hold on, I'm just actually going to pull it up on the photos because I I took screenshots of it so I would remember who it was because I want to uh, give everyone. Um, because we do want yeah, to get some guests on. It's just quite hard at the moment because obviously with the lockdown and stuff and it, you know, we'd both like to talk to them but at the state you can't have a three-way conversation on these systems <laughs> and you can't yeah. even edit on it so uh, that's the crack if whatever we say goes out. You know, everything I regret saying I can't take it back. So Exactly. Uh, um, exactly. I ask people who they would take what Irish celeb they take like I, like dating advice hmm. from. Yeah. So um, people that came up was Vogue uh, Williams uh, Ryan Toberty and nice. actually Ryan Toberty then looked at our Instagram when I when I tagged him when I put up the answers to this oh Ryan come on down we'll, to- we'll definitely have you hon we know you have the corona at the moment but <laughs> you're more than welcome on next time. yeah when you're feeling better you're more than welcome on date you're going to date Ryan uh, a blind boy came up more than once um because I think anybody would take advice off him I would take advice off him he could tell me this guy was black and I'd be like oh my god you're absolutely right, even though it's <laughs> the middle of the day. Like, I, I would totally listen to him. Um, somebody else said, uh, Daniel and Magella. Oh, sure, look, they're icons. <laughs> I mean, they're keeping the relationship going, so, like, in fairness. Um, with Greg O'Shea, I mean, Love Island, did it work for him? When you said club advice from him? Hmm, I suppose he won it, but, like, yeah. he's not he with her anymore, and- so... <laughs> <laughs> I did interview him for that point face to face oh yeah you just want to chat to him face to face and nothing to do with the podcast yeah uh, Mary Kennedy that was another one that came up who? Mary Kennedy you know Mary uh, Kennedy yeah. yeah is she not like long term married? <laughs> yeah but that's why oh right you take yes, but you have relationship to... advice off her yes but Mary probably met her man before dating now she didn't have to swipe for him <laughs> true um Came up again. We I asked as well, like who could we interview? Um, so someone said Mary Kennedy. This person was obviously a big Mary Kennedy yeah. fan. <laughs> was it Mary <laughs> Kennedy that suggested? <laughs> yeah, um, Marion Keys. Uh, oh, yeah. That was another one that came up. Uh, Bosco. I would love to know how Bosco is getting. They're probably actually so used to lockdown in that box. <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing for Bosco. I don't know if he dates much though. I have to say. Um, 
Vogue actually came up again for someone we could talk to because I think she used did she say meet Spencer online? No, they met on the jump. Oh, they met on the jump. That's what it was. Um, um, Darren Gary, he came up like, and then a good few people said just even talking to people of like the LGBTQ plus community. So uh, one of our gay friends, Neil, came up. A few people requested uh, <laughs> that we talk to Neil. Do you hear that, babes? <laughs> Come on down. Neil, who would absolutely hate to discuss his person, his love life with us. He doesn't mind hearing our love lives, but he never wants to share. So, Neil. Neil, now the, give the people what they want. Well, if anyone is listening to this and willing to share some dating stories, like it's only first names anyway, um, or if you, if you share this link with your favourite celebrity and say, I'd love to hear you on this, send it, yeah. send this link to them. Like if it's, Vogue or if it's whoever um, send this link to them on Instagram and say look we'd love to, I'd love to hear your date and perspective on this you never know put us together it'd be great because um, you know we love to hear we want to hear what you guys want to hear as well so like yeah and especially now we, as we have this time we might as well try to organise ourselves yeah um, and try to see if we can get some people on because obviously at the moment we're not going to be able to do a whole load of dating we no. need to try look down different avenues to try obviously keep the podcast going um, and keep you guys up to date um, so yeah no it would be really great like honestly uh, do want to bet lads but come on tag us share yeah come you on know, we need to give us now like it's, it's been right. great we've got over 1.3 thousand um listens so far on the four podcasts so far which is amazing and we thank a million for that but please do share us with your friends they don't have to be single um you know but obviously we want to hear what single people think as well um but share them just say listen come on you're off do you want this is something you listen to on your two kilometers so just send it to your pals yeah i do i mean it is amazing because it does mean that the people who started listening to us from the beginning are all coming back and are listening again which is absolutely brilliant and uh, um, shout out to our new listeners from Bolivia and Amsterdam, which have just come up the other day. Big up Bolivia. <laughs> who knew? Dater's going to date big in Bolivia, lads. We're going to go on tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bolivia being our first stop, for sure. Of course. When we get out of this mess. Um, but yeah, obviously, guys, I know, like, I understand, because, like, I listen to other podcasts and influencers or whatever, and you're always like, oh, Jesus, you're begging. And it's like, I don't want to sound like we're Reagan, but like we really want to do more with this podcast and try to interview people. But the only way we'll probably get there is, you know, if we can start reaching more people, more followers. Um, we're on Twitter and we're on Instagram, so it's there's going to date. Come follow us, come chat to us. And um, we'll try and get board. blind by on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I would, I would actually, I wouldn't be able to interview him because I would be sick. That's what would happen to me. You know how much I love Slide Boy. Yeah, unfortunately, um, I know how much you love it. The eyes. My sister eyes Michelle will have something to say about that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> bef- so, yeah, send us um, send us on to your favourite celebrity and see. we'll see if we can get them on. But we better wrap things up now. We're over the half hour mark and you're probably oh. turning around on your two kilometres and want to listen to somebody else. So thanks for sticking with us. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate We appreciate all the listens and all the love. I, I will say, like, um, Nick is obviously off Instagram at the moment, but... I'm getting loads of like nice messages and there's so many people and there's a couple of gals who are kind of sending messages back and forth and they're really saying and uh, you're making this whole thing quarantine easier by sending funny stories and just 
being gas bitches. So yeah. thank you. They know who they are. Thanks, girls. So please send us and please send us your horror stories, and we might do an episode on like the worst and funniest dates or something next, um, because obviously we'll still probably be in lockdown. So please send us in some material like that. Your worst ever date. We won't say your name. If you want us to use a code or like uh, your first name, we'll do that. But uh, yeah. Roshan will screenshot them and we'll read them out. So send us your funniest or worst dates. They won't be worse than any of ours anyway. Let's just say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I put up um, I put up one of those. See, the Q and A box is really small. It only gives you a little um tiny little thing to write in but I'll put something up on the Instagram to kind of remind people to send us their dating stories yes. and yeah anything anything like catfishing that's up with you ghosting bad dates funny dates great dates I mean I wouldn't mind hearing some great dates some fab ones that you've had so send them on too um, and yeah and uh, I hope you're all minding yourself yeah look, look after, after yourself yourselves. stay at home do yeah. your 2K and then go home. Don't touch anybody. We can touch them as much as we want in the summer. All right? And there'll be a lot of touching when this is over. I'm telling you that much. I'm telling you that much. I'm not the only girl. <laughs> On that disgusting note, uh, we'll see us in coppers in June. But um, <laughs> well, thanks a million for listening and we will catch you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Bye. Bye.